Hey everybody, it's Chris and Rick Talk Guitars, and we got a great email from Steve B. Steve, send us an email with the phonetic spelling of your last name because I have no idea how to spell that. But anyway, Steve B gave us a, a great topic, which Chris and I have touched on before, but I think it's just ongoing for guitar players or pe- musicians in general, which is what happens or what do you do when kind of you feel tired of your own playing or you feel like you're in a rut. Chris and I wanted to talk about that again, and we'll probably talk about it in the future because it's kind of an ongoing thing. Chris, what do you usually do when, when you feel like your playing's in a rut and, and, and you're not you're not enjoying what you're hearing you play? That happens a lot. And this person, yeah, this person posted on our Facebook page, and it was like right at the exact time that I was experiencing the same thing. It's changed for me over the years, and I think I'm better at it now. The number one thing for me now, when I get to that spot where I pick up the guitar and just feel stale, it's like I do the same thing. I don't like this. I put the guitar down. I mean, which I never used to do. I used to struggle with it before, and it was like kind of like just try to push through and get something. And sometimes you just end up getting super frustrated. What I do now is I put the guitar down and I listen to music. It's like for the same amount of time that I play guitar and I listen for things I've changed over the years. I think the problem, the rut problem is probably different for so many different guitar players, depending on where you are in your guitar playing journey. But for me, you know, it's changed from back in the days of like trying to play really hot, flashy solos and be, you know, be so focused on that Uh to just playing more varied guitar parts and knowing a little bit more about, the way that the fretboard works, you know, a little bit of like theory, big quotation marks. <laughs> so that's changed for me. And what I find is if I'm really frustrated and nothing's coming out and I'll listen to a record, you know, if you've been kind of working on your soloing and stuff, you'll just like, well, how, how does he handling this solo? Ignore the fucking solos. That's what I do now. It's like, yeah. listen for the guitar parts that aren't in the solo. Like an example of just the other day, something for me is listen to like on Abbey Road. She came in through the bathroom window. Listen to the guitar. I think it's George Harrison around the vocals in that song. It's completely brilliant. And like and you're not sitting in front of your guitar and just think about and think about things like where is he putting it? Where's the vocal in relation to where he's putting that guitar? What's it, you know, kind of what's he play? You don't need to know the exact notes he's playing, but what is he? He's playing like double stops or he's playing, you know, thirds or whatever he's he's playing it's like and then you just, it just kind of enters your brain maybe even if i've been frustrated and i put the guitar down and i'm listening to music suddenly i'll get that spark like i gotta play i gotta touch my guitar right now and i gotta ignite if not figure out exactly what he's doing i have to kind of do something along that context and for the last several years my playing for me is i'm way more happy playing guitar bits around vocal lines than i am playing solos you know what i mean and That's it's awesome. just like it's just kind of where I live now, and it's really fun for me to see if I can come up with a ridiculous amount of guitar around a vocal line without getting in the way of the guitar. Yeah, and then you just strip it back a bit. But no, it's just it just it and it helps with your like your rhythm and your groove and everything. We're so like we're just there's so much information out there for players, and and I was thinking about this too, which I think is pretty interesting is I think it's a great time to be a guitar player now because there's so much stuff available. But I think there's also some downsides to that 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 makes it frustrating for a lot of new guitar players. Because just think about that. You're trying to work your instrument out. I mean, think back a thousand years when we started. And and every video has a 13-year-old kid like nailing eruption. 
So it's like (laughs) completely overwhelming. And everything is so focused on, you know, like soloing or like the blues, like soloing and stuff. So you kind of get, it's just like rut based guitar, you know, it's just all points there. You know, like, and instead of doing another video of you like nailing the solo, the comfortably numb, maybe think about the guitar in a different, you know, for me anyways, it works. It's just like, kind of like, Soloing is great and I can come up with a solo if I need to, but I'm just like really into like what a guitar can do, you know, if it's treated like a saxophone or a piano or something like, you know, some other instrument in the context of a song. And then that way, I mean, it just, it's just more fun to, to make music. So and I know yeah. around on, so I want to turn it over to you and you tell sure. us what you do now. Yeah, that's totally cool. And, and I, I kind of do that too. One thing I've done in the last couple of years has taken classical guitar lessons because Ooh. I'm so used to playing electric guitar and, uh, you know, certain types of guitar. And I've always loved classical guitar and I've always wanted, I, you know, I've always dabbled in it here and there, but I, in the last several years, I've tried to really apply myself to it just so I can see how far I can get. And so that's one way I've kind of tried to get my mind out of the rut I've been in, in terms of, you know, the fretboard and, and coming to the guitar and playing the same goddamn chord every time I pick up a, a guitar. And it's been really cool. It's been really fun. And, and um, you know, I'm learning to read music and that's another thing too, is, is I want to be able to read music so that I can pick up some sheet music and play some song that, that, you know, I want to play, or, I mean, I, I, you know, you and I both learn by ear, which is cool too, but I, I think it'd be cool to just pick up a piece of sheet music and play a song that I, I want to play and know what I'm looking at for the most part. I mean, I don't want to become, well, I, not, not that I don't want to become, but it's not my, my aim isn't to become a, a really uh, learned, you know, music reader or anything like that. But so that's one way I've kind of gotten out of, out of my rut is um, trying to play classical guitar. And then other, other things you and I kind of went down the, the mandolin rabbit hole too, which was cool. Cause that's a totally different mindset than guitar. When you and I were kind of in our bluegrass phase a while ago. Yeah. Uh, bluegrass years. Yeah. And so you and I were playing acoustic guitar and then we both got mandolins and that was, and I got to revisit that actually, because I think that's a really another a cool thing to um, visit another instrument. That's not the guitar that makes you think about things differently. And then maybe that, and then I do get inspired when I play the mandolin and then want to go back to guitar. Um, but I think there's a lot of to what you're saying about putting the guitar down and listen to music. I mean, I, I know as as a guitar player, I've I've gone in the same journey where when I was young, I was enticed by flashy, shiny objects. And so, you know, leads were the big thing. But over time, I've just come to really appreciate what good rhythm guitar players do, like Mike Campbell or or like you're talking about George Harrison, like, uh, and just listening to those songs and listening to what they're doing in terms of accompanying, uh, the music or the, the singer. And then also just being a, a player within the band and doing tasty stuff to, um, enhance the music. Yeah. Those are some of the things I've done too. What else, what else have you done or, or what else do you think about when you think of when you're in a rut playing guitar well, for me lately, I've been, I've been really interested in being a little bit smarter, like knowledgeable about, you know, some of the theory, mostly for you know, just like, you know, chords, like building cool, interesting chord progressions. I've been so long learning by ear and just by, you know, doing it that a lot of the tools that they have in place for people, like just seem really ridiculously overcomplicated and and like they don't make any sense to me. Um, for me, the important thing that's helping me 
I'm kind of like have to at this point absorb the theory and then roll it into what the way that I understand the fretboard because I just learned from you know a different way. I learned that there's patterns, so I just learned to look for patterns and use my ear to hear things and and like associate those with shapes. And yeah, of course, I learned the major scale and the major and minor pentatonic scales. And when I first started, I was kind of focused on those, so everything sounded like you know that boxy like blues noodling. But after a while, you know, I kept that kind of that uh, that pattern association with, you know, sounds and things like that. So I learned more of the neck on where certain things live and how to get there. And I can know, like, just I can kind of hear what part of the neck is going to sound like as I'm playing. Like, if I go up there, I'll get that kind of sound. So that's kind of the way that I learned. So a lot of this theory, while it's interesting, sometimes it's really frustrating because it's just like, it just seems like they made things really, really complicated, like seventh chords, major sevenths, and all this. It's just, you know, they throw numbers in and people will use numbers differently. It's like I know where the, you know, the one, four, five, and the sixth, the relative minor, and that stuff is. And I've known for years, even though I didn't know what they were, but I know what they did and what kind of sounds they made. So I've used them. So it's kind of interesting to be pulling in like the theory, but I don't I don't want to be Mr. Smarty Pants music wise. I mean, I've seen videos of people I really admire that are super smarty pants and watch them just take all the joy out of a fucking song or a solo or something <laughs> by just like overanalyzing it to shit. I'm like, I know that guitar player from listening to his music and reading interviews him. He wasn't thinking like you're talking about his solo. You know what I mean? And you are being a smarty pants music person and very confident on the fretboard will never develop a solo like he did because you can't right. think like he does. It's kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's interesting from that standpoint, but mostly just learning about, you know, chords and the way chords go together and finding these little things that fit in my pattern based learning. Like I learned where this uh, to have like a seventh chord just before a resolving chord, like the pattern where it lives in. So now anytime I want to resolve with, you know, make a little nice seven to the end chord, I know where to do that. And I kind of played around with a circle of fifths, which is really fascinating and like learned about, you know, the songs that use that and some things that I could use that for. But then again, it's really frustrating because it's like the circle of fifths, right? You go clockwise around and everything is a perfect fifth apart. But if you go counterclockwise, it's fucking a fourth apart. And then it's like some <laughs> of the songs that are called perfect fifth, you know, are the, right. the circle of fifths are going backwards. So they're going in four. So you're like, what the fuck is going on? But as soon as I saw the patterns as they are as they apply to the fretboard, I'm like, cool, I understand. I mean, that would I would recommend anybody that's trying to absorb the circle of fists. The first thing to do to just get a really good idea of what's going on is just use bar chords and just, you know, exactly. and start like up the neck and go, go, you know, go clockwise and see what they're doing on the fretboard and then go counterclockwise and see what's happening on the fretboard. You're like, oh, I get it. And then you'll start to see all the songs that will use that. So just little, you know, I've been really kind of, into just getting a little bit smarter about stuff just to be able to come up with cooler chord progressions and things like that and yeah. you know no associations of notes when you're trying to put melody parts or solos together and stuff like that so yeah, yeah. just and so yeah if someone is stuck and they've been doing the same thing over and over it might even be as simple as just saying oh i just always go to this part of the neck and i play this little thing work it out somewhere else on the neck and then just like listen to that sound and then just kind of like know that pattern i mean there's so many times I was completely convinced that, oh, I just made up this really cool, cool chord. No, this chord doesn't even exist. It always exists. Every chord. <laughs> and that's the other thing that's frustrating. Some chords are like almost identical, but they have different names. 
I mean, you yeah. can, lead it, you know, if you, there's like one note that makes it different. And I don't know. Sometimes I think that the people who made up music were just, just kind of threw a bunch of stuff in there to make it more difficult. So it would be as legitimate as like science or math <laughs> or something like that. But it's cool. So yeah. yeah. What are we talking about? We're talking about um, being in ruts. Yeah. That's what helps. But yeah, I mean, for me anymore, whenever I'm stuck, I'm just going to say, all right, I'm putting this guitar down and I'm going to put on some records and listen to them for the time that I would have played guitar and maybe I'll only make it halfway and then I'll have to go play guitar cause I'll get inspired. Yeah. I think that's, I think there's a lot to that too, actually of putting it down. Cause I've, I've, I've realized that too with making progress on classical guitar where I feel frustrated that I'm kind of, I feel like I've, I'm plateauing at a certain level and that I just put it away and then I pick it up and I'm like, Oh, okay. It is getting into my brain and my fingers, you know? And so I think perspective is huge that way in terms of like stepping away from it for a little bit and then coming back to it. And, you know, it can be both inspirational and then also kind of let you know that, Hey, you know, you, you are getting somewhere, you know, you're getting, you're proficient, you're, you know, you can play. And then, cause I've noticed that a ton with uh, playing a uh, classical, but also like you mentioned, um, it is a great time to be a guitar player because you're right. There's a, a torrent of videos out there and a lot of them there's good and bad, but you, I'll, I'll plug a couple that you and I have talked about before, or maybe one of least is, is Tom Bukovac, a uh, Nashville guitarist who's just amazing. He's an amazing player. And you turned me on to him during the pandemic because he started doing these series of videos out of his garage during the pandemic because nobody could work. But um, I would recommend his watching him and, and, and absorbing what he, his guitar playing and, and his little pieces of advice for any guitar player. Cause he's just one of those great guitar players that um, is totally musical and he's, he's into chords and he's into, he's, he's heavily influenced by Prague, which I thought was really cool and, and interesting about that guy. But right. And then also there's another, another guy that I love is Tuck Andrus of Tuck and Patty. And he did the same, a similar thing where he did Tuck's tips during the pandemic. And I tuned into him and he basically broke down his style I mean, in basic terms, which is super cool. And he's like this amazing jazz fingerstyle player who has years and years of experience. And so I really got inspired by just watching those two guys, um, their series of videos. And that really inspired me in terms of trying to go figure things out in a different way. What were you going to say, Chris? Oh, I was going to say the good thing about Tom Bukovac is um, it's not just like lessons, you know what I mean? It's like, it's just like, Guitar playing to me is so much more than just being about, you know, like playing the guitar. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a way of life and it's just, there's just like a vibe to it. And so many things can, different things can inspire you. And sometimes, you know, it's not just somebody showing you how to work out a solo or something like that, or, or telling you about bits of theory. It's just about a vibe and just like stories and stuff. And, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, he has a good vibe and it kind of makes, makes you want to play guitar. So I mean, the other thing is, too, is, I mean, it probably helps somebody just starting out, too, is just, like, realize that, I mean, there are so many, like, 14-year-olds that can nail eruption, and maybe let somebody else do that. You know, find something else, find your own thing. And that was a big deal to me, like, really kind of an awakening. I'd be listening to somebody that's playing slide guitar, and I'm like, i got to get, i got to work on my slide. And I would look like play slide and it was kind of passable. It's like, I'm never going to be that good. Or, you know, here's somebody playing really hot country guitar. I was in a country rock band and I kind of faked it, but I kind of came up with a style. I realized that I really, really want to be the kind of chicken picking guitar player. I have to learn to play with my fingers and do all this other stuff. 
And I don't, it's not really what I, the kind of guitar player I want to be, you know, I want to be like yeah. a smoothie kind of like, like more of a hybrid kind of style. You know, I love the country sound. I'm going to take these elements of like pedal steel bass country guitar, but just roll them in with my rock style and find something else to do, you know, to kind of make my mark with, or, you know, yeah. make something that's mine. So, yeah, that's awesome. And to your point, seeing all these other players and I'm the same way. Like sometimes I would get intimidated or I'd go, Jesus, I've been playing for that. How long? And this person's been playing and they're doing this amazing stuff, but exactly. It's all about individuality. It's all about, you know, focus on what you want to do or what you, what's within your um, wheelhouse. Uh, But don't, yeah. And try to get inspired rather than intimidated by seeing all these crazy talented people on online because I went through that too. And then, uh, and then exactly, I just said, well, screw it. I mean, I'm, you know, I, I have my preferences in terms of genres or, or styles, and I'm just going to keep kind of edging towards that. But it's funny you mentioned slide too. I've been playing a little bit of slide just because there's a, a little slide in some of these U2 songs. And I've gotten better over time just by playing these two songs that have slide. You know what I mean? So yeah, no, it's, it actually works. Right? Yeah. And, and that's another thing to realize is that if, if you just apply yourself a little bit to something over time, you'll see great improvement. Cause like at, at the beginning of it, I was like, shit, I can't play slide. It's like, but these good, these songs have slide in it. So I had to play it and I had to figure out a way to, to make it work and I'm, I'm doing it. And it's kind of cool because um, yeah, slide to me too has been kind of this uh, elusive thing in my guitar playing, but I'm starting to get, feel more comfortable with it and, and get better at it. And so that's kind of been a pleasant surprise in terms of, of that. So it's funny how that works. You stick with something in practice and you get better. Now that's true. <laughs> I've gotten, you know, I've gotten kind of less patient over the, I always come, I always come around to the fact, well, okay, here I go. I'm pretty confident on this. If I want to get really good, I could put all this time into it, but it's like, you know, I or I could go and put it back into my guitar playing, you know, and, so I always go back to the guitar playing. You know, there's probably part of it that's a little bit of like comfort. Like, well, I know I'm com- more confident at, at this, but you know, at the same time, I don't know. It's 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 interesting, but it is good to hear that you know it it, it does. You know, that stuff does work. We should re- remember that that stuff does. So any level of frustration that you're feeling with your playing for whatever, it's like it will you will get beyond it you know you totally and 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 again like for me oh yeah i i mean i'm in a comfort zone with my guitar with my playing it's it's comfy i mean i've been playing this same way for so many years and exactly when i try something new it's really frustrating and then i'll abandon it because i'm not as proficient as i am playing my other great you know style that i've been playing but um, so that's another thing I think that I would make people aware of is that you're you're gonna suck. Like if you if you want to try to do something different, like slide, if you've never played slide or you play open tunings or whatever, you're gonna suck at the beginning. But if you stick with it, you will get better and you will improve. And you know it might inspire you and and just expand your guitar playing overall and and roll it into your own style. And and so yeah, I've been pleasantly surprised about just trying little things and then over time going, Oh yeah, I've gotten better at that. You know, like, so it's, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool to do that. But I think you're right too. listening to music, man. And I've listened, I've been listening to music so differently as I've gotten older. I really listened to, I think I was telling you, I was listening to a Neil Young song and I was listening to it with headphones and I'm hearing these little guitar parts that I've never noticed in my life ever. 
And you wouldn't notice them just listening to the radio, but you put headphones on and you hear these little, and they're nothing special, but it, it, it adds to the song. And it's just these little notes or this little strum. Uh, so that's another thing that I've been inspired by guitar wise and everything else is listening to music uh, differently than you normally do, you know, maybe with more, not scrutiny, but listening to it more carefully and, and listening, like you're saying, listening to what everybody's doing, you know, not just the guitar player, but the bass player and the drummer and, and that will influence you as a musician, you know, just hearing how a band crafts their sound to play to the song. It's the way all that stuff works. I mean, it's great to have one of those days, which I've had very recently, is where it's like Saturday, you get all your chores done. Everything is, is cool. And then Sunday, it's, you've got a block of the day that you're going to just assign to, you know, playing guitar and being there at night and just being really excited about That's great. I've got an amp set up in the living room. I'm going to play guitar for, you know, three or four hours tomorrow. That's what I'm going to do and have that excitement and that's a really great thing to have so that's awesome and, you know that's kind of the opposite of being stuck but being stuck no, but i mean that's that's another good point it's like try to try to block out time to play guitar and then also try to approach your gear different differently try to get different tones out of the gear you have and so so there's a maybe there's some some way for you get in, to get inspired sonically you know what i mean not just playing or anything but sonically Cause I'm the same way with gear. I mean, I get into a rut with gear, right? It's like, you know, okay, this is, this is my sound. I've got, you know, I, my, my knobs are all set. And, uh-huh. but, um, you know, we all know that if you, if you mess with the, the, the tone knobs on your guitar, you're going to get different sounds and same with your amp, you know, um, same with your pedals or dig a pedal out that you haven't tried in a long time. I mean, it was a revelation when I, I started buying phasers when you and I were on, you know, I was going through that pedal kick and, getting that vintage uh phaser that uh, electroharmonics phaser it's, it's it's it was a revelation it's so cool so that's another thing is just getting inspired by your gear itself and you don't have to go out and buy new gear but you know most guitarists have a couple of guitars and some pedals and an amp or two and so just approach that differently and see what inspires you sonically you know right i think that's kind of a cool idea uh, indeed cool man well thanks for listening as always and um Check us out on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts, man. And we'll, um, we've got some cool uh, interviews coming up <clears throat> that uh, Chris and I are going to do. And um, also just all uh, other topics that we're going to discuss too. But keep listening. We appreciate you guys listening. Um, and uh, we love doing this. So we're going to keep it up. What do, you, what do you got to say, Chris? Thanks for listening and play lots of guitar. Yeah.